How are you? I'm okay. How are you? Good. Are you all um, COVID free? How are your lungs? <laughs> um, <laughs> There's a, a <laughs> oh, I'm, charming. I'm a little bit, um, a little bit post COVIDy, but not. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm, I discovered that having COVID for the first time is a little bit like when people have children late in life. It's all they talk oh, about. Oh my god. <laughs> Constantly, just walking around going, wow, this is fascinating. I'm finding it difficult to walk upstairs. Who knew? Everybody knew, Lee. It's been two and a half years. Uh, I thought you were going to say that it gave you an opportunity to talk about your poo and lots of different, and its, and its varieties. Um, I don't need an excuse to talk about my poo. Um, it's nice that after a break, uh, we just return to, as your, yes, as your mother would say. <laughs> so... <laughs> Wow, how long's it been? It's been a while. I mean, it's... I mean, we've been we've been inundated with people going, "When are you coming back? When are you like?" Just, Do you know what I found painful <laughs> dealing with all that email? I found it strange that people have been continuing to listen to us, in the sense that we <laughs> I haven't even we get downloads every week. I'm like, what? We're not making any content. How can they be? Oh yeah, there's old stuff to listen to. There's a hundred episodes. Hey, welcome to 101, everybody. This is a podcast in which two friends talk about the pleasures, absurdities, and imperfections of being human. I'm Simon Ellis. And I'm Lee Miller. Welcome to Midlifing. It's been what? Has it been like four weeks or something? It might have been a little bit. I don't know. It's, it's tricky because a your longer. life has been very complicated in that you went to Italy. Then you were settled in Italy doing some work. Then you went to Rome to do something else. Then you came... Which is also in I Italy. I know it is. But what I mean is it's not where you were aiming to be, if that makes sense. You, you know, That's you, so true. You, you That's did, true. You did internal travel in a country and then you came back again. And in the interim, I've been to Lisbon to mop up a flat. Oh, God, that's right. Yeah. And then... So that was pre-COVID for you, That was pre-COVID, it? yeah. I came back. And so, yes, so you're catching up on the news is that Lee um, finally... Um, uh, and, uh, and Bob got... Yeah, um, yes. And do you know what? Yeah. On the day that I took the test, I sat down after I looked at the two red lines and I had a little cry. And Bob came in and she said, what, what's wrong, sweetheart? I went, I'm not a medical miracle. <laughs> I thought I was one of the people who wasn't going to catch it. So I got really upset. My, I mean, my uh, when I was chatting to my uncle, uh, Uncle Rod Dallas pegler who's a um, infectious diseases specialist, mm. he, he said, which I thought was shocking, yeah. that forty um, percent of cases don't have any symptoms, and that blew my mind. Partly because I think, how do they know that? <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. But that is an extraordinary number that because is. I'm 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 suspecting that I've probably had it, had it yeah. and just didn't yeah. know. I wonder if this is not my first rodeo, but it's just the first time that I had the symptoms. Yeah, because uh, clearly yeah. I'm not a. No, I'm so man. I was so sorry to. No, you're not. You're not. But do you know sure, what Bob I mean, told this, me? You know. She said, "Don't worry about not being a medical miracle. Perhaps you could be a super spreader instead." <laughs> 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 Which just cheered me right up. Oh, good. I can still be special. 
And off I went into yeah, the world, doing, masking, doing your thing for humanity. everywhere I could, licking doorknobs. Mm. I didn't. I stayed inside. Yeah, the I, I did see some people licking some door, doorknobs the other day, and I went, ah, yes, yeah, that's, that's that kind of person. Yeah. <sighs> Although, yes, I guess we don't really have to try that hard to, um, to leave our germs around, do we? No. Like, we're very good at it. <laughs> Absolutely. Human beings. Absolutely. One of the things that I've always been impressed about Lil for, that's the bad sentence structure. One of the things that has always impressed me about Lil, there we go, that's how I was trying to say it, is that whenever she sneezes, she always used to, when I saw her do it, oh, this is a sentence that's just going right off the rails, but she would catch it. You should try that in another language, (laughs) all that kind of past tense shit uh, that that would have been. Oh, don't uh, get me started. We're we're in past tense in Portuguese at the minute, and I'm crying. It is (laughs) so hard. And you also did that very English thing, which is to say, I am crying because most Latin languages, they wouldn't say, they wouldn't use the gerund. Exactly. Anyway, tell me what's so amazing about, Uh, tell me, I want to know what's so amazing about Lil. She always caught, (laughs) she always caught her sneezes in the crook of her elbows before it was cool. (laughs) (laughs) And I, I, I remember thinking... Wow, what a what a curious way of sneezing! And then after you know after we, I think I may have asked her, why do you sneeze into your elbow? And she said, and it's not on my hands, and I don't have to wipe my snot on everybody. It's like, oh, what? It's a revelation. Yeah, I actually am still shocked at how many people, um, uh, even after <laughs> after a pandemic, still cough by putting their hands in the vicinity of their mouth. Yes, yes. it's so shocking to yeah. me. How could you? How could you miss that memo? Yeah, I'm a I'm a I'm a t-shirt cougher, a sneezer. I just stick my entire head into my t-shirt now and just cough in there. I feel it's safest. You mean you pick, you pick up your t-shirt to your yeah, face? Yeah, exactly. Oh, oh. It's because it's you're wanting to show your six pack to the world. <laughs> My barrel. <laughs> <laughs> roll it out, baby. Roll it out. I've invested in more storage capacity. I don't want a six pack. I want a full barrel. I got quite a skinny during um, COVID. I lost yep. my appetite. Something chronic. And I looked at myself mm. in the mirror and was like, "Ooh, you need to, you need to tub up, kiddo." But you got it back a little bit, yeah. Thank goodness, mostly because I ate an entire pack of uh, not a pack, not an entire pack, half a tub of Ben and Jerry's last night, <laughs> and this is coming right out of the episode. And they got the most appalling diarrhea within about half an hour. <laughs> I gave really? myself the ice cream shits. <laughs> you got to keep that in, uh, <laughs> and that's newsworthy. <laughs> yeah, people need to know. <laughs> Speaking of diarrhea. <laughs> you know, I texted you and said, um, I'm watching a film that you're never allowed to watch because it's too terrifying. Yes. A film called Terrifier 2. Ladies and gentlemen of the midlifing, uh, the midlifing family. I love family. that they made a second. Oh, if you, ha- if you haven't, ladies and gentlemen of the midlifing family, ha- watched Terrifier 2, please go and watch it. It is, it lives up to its name. Is it better than the first? Yeah, the first was pretty graphic and pretty gruesome, but the second one is vile. Vile. Oh. There is a, a it's within the first 10 minutes there is a little a, a kind of a, a young female murder clown who stands in the middle of a laundrette. Did you say clown? Yeah. Did you say yeah, clown? A little, a little female murder clown stands in the middle of a laundrette <laughs> and then has this 
geezer of black diarrhea shoot out of her all over the floor. And then she just does a little giggle and waves. And it's horrifying. It's a brilliant film, if you like that kind of thing, which I do. So you're <laughs> still in Italy again. I am. I'm in a place called Nuoro, which is... Nuoro. Um, Nuoro. Yes, which is nice, which is spelled N-U-O-R-O. Mm-hmm. And it's... um. It's in the middle of Sardinia, up in the mountains, and um, we're in the theatre here for a few weeks, um, and so I've come from, yeah, so it, it's, and autumn happened yesterday. I mean, it, it's like we jump cut into oh, autumn. We were, really? We'd gone from high 20s, uh, it's, I've, I packed all this clothing, which I just hadn't been using, thinking, am I going to get to the end of November, I'm never going to use it, and then just bucketed down yesterday, uh. and the temperature plummeted yeah. and um so i got to wear my clothes oh, nice that's lovely for you very happy about that oh i'm happy yeah and then i did take a i did take a um as you said i did take a a trip for a week to rome mm. i took the ferry which was exciting yeah i bet um although not as rough as it it was just dead calm and so it was a little bit like the sound of jig 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 all night and there was no movement in the boat whatsoever both ways did you do that on purpose did you reference an antipodean film just so that i could go all right nicole kidman which film are you talking about you just said dead calm did i say dead you calm it was dead calm i was like uh-huh sam neil nicole kidman and we're right with you billy zanes washes up that's right and then um anyway and there were these bmx's on the uh <laughs> <laughs> for, for listeners who are not familiar with Nicole Kidman's Earth, that's a reference to BMX Bandits, one of her very, Bandits. very early films. When she back when she had her natural hair and natural face, and she well, she she actually looks just the same as she, she looked. Hmm, that's some interesting. She still looks the same now. She doesn't. She doesn't. If you squint, I mean, if you squint, uh, you know one of the other th- fantastic things about Lil is, um, apart from her sneezing technique, excellent sneezing um, technique, thank or you. sneezing sneeze catching yes. technique, um, is um, how little she likes Nicole Kidman. <laughs> I remember. She 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 cannot watch a film with Nicole Kidman in it. Like she just. Um, do you, but anyway, so, yeah, so there's that, the pronoun that often gets used in, um, in front of the word Nicole, of course, is, is Our. Al. Mm. Al Nicole. Oh, and, Nicole. Um, <laughs> and Lil always goes, she's not mine. <laughs> <laughs> not mine, Nicole. No. Yeah, poor Nicole. So, yes, BMX Bandit. Anyway, on the ferry. Mm, and, um, calm. yes, I spent a, I spent it dead calm. Nice. And I spent a week in Rome in the, what's it called? The old city. No, it's called the, uh, uh, ancient, no. Decrepit. <laughs> Just thinking of words <laughs> that might capture it. Um, I'm going to find Legendary. <laughs> keep going, um, keep going. You're doing great. Um, antiquarian. Uh, it Despondently is, um, old. That's, uh, it's actually the same. Eternal. Oh, it's... <laughs> <laughs> You know, I I heard that you know because three a.m. three a.m. eternal. There you go, bit of a song for you. I think that's KLF. Thank you. It's okay. Thank you. Was it KLF again? That's the second KLF deep cut we've had. Yeah, we might have to uh, we might have to um, start paying royalties towards uh, to KLF. Ah, fuck it. Um, They only burn it. Which we can. And our budget is massive, so we can easily afford it. The um, 
the Eternal City. And wow, wow. I mean, I haven't spent a lot of time in Rome. I've spent, you know, maybe visited twice. The first one was when I was 23 and I, you know, stole the sheets from my the place I was staying and then dressed up in a toga and <laughs> at, at the Colosseum. <laughs> oh, my Lord. <laughs> Let me tell you that. I know, trash tourist. And um, I didn't do that this time. You'll be pleased to know. Um, partly because I would have been stealing sheets from Lil's bed. Which <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm guessing that would be like... doesn't have the same appeal. Yeah. Simon, have you uh, yep. have you taken our bedding for the? Uh... No, no, no. What are you wearing then? Well, I I, th- <laughs> I thought it would be great to go to my Italian lessons wearing a toga. <laughs> <laughs> ah, the Eternal City. The Eternal, and it's um, there are a lot of cars. Wow, oh, really? it's really, uh, it's really intense. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I've ever been in a city where I've felt the uh, uh, sort of. Uh, Oppressiveness yeah. of oppression, oppressiveness. Anyway, mm. How oppressive cars are. Yeah. And, um, Even more so than and, London. T- oh, God, yeah. Wow, okay. Because I just yeah, think yeah, about yeah, London yeah. as a place you don't want to drive, if that makes why sense. Why would you have a car in London? I don't know, but I don't really understand why you would have a car in any capital city well, or Rome. any city. Yeah, Rome particularly. The, I've only been there the, the once, thing but about it, it didn't make me think of a place that I'd want to drive. No, no, it can. But there's, you know, there are only three metropolitan lines, um, and it turns out the reason is because every time they try and build another one, they, they basically ex- they dig it into some ruin that's uh, oh, they can't. Interesting. So yeah, they're they're stuck with this. Um, uh, I mean, it works when it when it's um, if you're on the line, it works mm. the metropolitan, but. Um, but yeah, so I did a, uh, I did a, I did a, an Italian intensive, which was uh, notable. Wow, actually, for two things. One uh-huh. is I, <laughs> I dreamed in Italian for the first time. Oh my gosh! It wasn't. It was a. The, the, <laughs> the funny thing about the dream was, um, it was pretty lowbrow um, in the sense that I was just uh, trying to get. Um, um, Keys from someone, uh, a friend in New Zealand who clearly, in my dream, spoke Italian but doesn't speak Italian. And um, it was just an exchange about keys. I mean, it was the most banal thing. But the funny thing was, uh, was that in my dream, I was thinking that this person was just being polite to me and how they were speaking Italian to me. So I was... I. I <laughs> <laughs> I had self-consciousness in my dream about how I was speaking Italian and how they were speaking to me. Oh, <laughs> human beings! Oh, wow, that sounds intense. It was, it was intense, and it was also intense because of also being in that language five hours a day. It was really, really knackering. Yeah, <laughs> be a fun. Yeah, and how's yeah. how's Lil settling into Rome? She is. Uh, Settling in. Oh, I mean, she's wow. uh, got a routine. Yeah. She's um, close to a gelateria. Uh, she's found a good <laughs> I did see that pizza photograph. joints. Oh, wow. I keep um, sort of marveling at her courage, really. Mm. Like, it's a, I mean, yeah, it's a pretty big thing to do. It's a huge as a thing to 40, do. 40, whatever year yeah. old, you know. Yeah, I, I remember um, not fully appreciating my parents' courage. To just because to, to, they they did it in their mid sixties when they just went okay we're we're going from being in two places where it's effectively we will we will go and spend the winter months i don't I can't even remember which way around they did it, but they they would spend yeah, they would spend time in in Portugal and they would come back to the u k and then when they they I remember them reporting the conversation back where they were sitting um on their balcony drinking red wine and my dad 
saying to my mum, why exactly is it that we go back? And my mum saying, because you really like it in England. And him saying, no, I don't. I really like it here. And, and <laughs> she saying, I really like it here. Why don't we just not go back? Mm. But that was, so they were in their mid sixties at that point. And I think there was, I, I don't, because they did it not like Lil where they just literally up sticks and moved. Yeah, she she's jump cut for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there, theirs was more of a slow fade, but it, it, but watching them, you know, now in their early eighties, still navigate this alien culture, I just think, oh my god, there's so much that they've let go of that is familiar at a point mm-hmm. in their life where usually people would be doubling down on familiarity, yeah. habits and familiarity. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. and and no, but I imagine. Oh, go on, no, sorry. no, no. I was just going to say, and it has changed them. They're much more open. Say. They are more. Yeah. Um, they're more tol- way more tolerant than they were when they were either living in the UK or living between two places. And do you think that's just because of the people they're around, or the fact they're having they're encountering difference all of the time? I think it's because they're constantly encountering difference, and they're the things that they think they understand they don't understand. And I I sometimes hear my dad get frustrated about, you know, like asking somebody to come and do some work and them not coming on the day that they said they were going to come or even (laughs) even the month that they said they were going to come. And him letting go of that sense of, well, this is how the world works. And he's going, oh, of course, Portuguese time. And then just shrugging. And so him becoming a bit more Portuguese in his shrug. Mm. Mm. Sorry, I interrupted yeah, you. Were I d- going to say something about that. No, no, I just think it's beautiful because it's um, there's something about. Uh, yeah, I was just thinking that I, I can imagine that they're um, they've also probably. I mean, we can never know this, but I imagine they've also elongated their lives in a way. You know, this sort of sense of that by that shift into a, a sort of forced openness, as opposed to a kind of closing yeah. down as you're getting older and older. The way in which our lives tend yeah. to um, narrow—it's like the attention of our lives seems to narrow as we get older. And so, what a thing to do at that age! It's um, they've basically sort of dro- dropped a grenade into their lives. Yes, yeah, absolutely. I think I told you that they want to build a new house, didn't I? You did tell me. Which that. is just like, um, come on, you're in your early eighties, and I talked to them. I think it was last week, and I said, so that stupidness has stopped. And Mum went, oh, yeah, 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 we're not going to build anything new. No, we're just looking for something that needs a bit of work doing on it. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? You, they're they're looking for a, a fixer-upper, right? Yeah. I said, you've got a house. She went, yeah, I know, but it'd be fun, wouldn't it? It's like, no, I can't, I can't think it would be. But I, I also appreciate that sense that they are not, they're not winding down. They know they're going to stop, but then I guess... It's it's really inspiring. It's so inspiring. Well, much like Lil, just kind of doing the whole jump cut. One of the things about the Eternal City um, is they don't seem to, over the course of millennia, Mm -hmm. they don't seem to have grown out of dick and balls graffiti. Right. It blew my mind. Like, it's extraordinary. I guess I'm assuming I'm looking at reasonably recent graffiti. It's not, you know, hundreds of years old. Yeah. But um, it's very odd. Just lots of Very odd. Yeah. And then, you know, and also sort of I think of it as slightly more violent, um, um, which I guess I've seen in London, but I'm not quite so – I'm never quite so aware of it, of um, defacing uh, models, women models, on, you know, in, in advertising. Oh, oh, that yeah. is interesting. 
yeah, but maybe I just got I sort of got a little bit tuned to it there and then started noticing it, you know, yeah. classic confirmation bias kind of thing. But um, I don't know, but it was but the Dick and Balls graffiti, I just I, I was um, I was staggered. I really was. I was like, wow, they just didn't we didn't get quite you know that, like that I don't imagine it's women. I don't imagine it's women doing that. Mm. It's men going. I know what well, I've got some graffiti. I oh, what should we do? You know. Yeah. Are they well rendered? Are they are they impressive? <laughs> No, no, oh. not um, pretty scrappy. Hmm. I, I, pretty uh, scrappy. I've only, I only remember one Dick and Balls bit of graffiti in <laughs> Lisbon, which was a wheat paste sticker on the side of a gallery, and it was quite. It was a what? Wheat, it was a what paste? Wheat paste. So wheat paste graffiti. Have you come across this as a concept? No. Okay. So well, when they're stuck on. Yeah. Basically, what will happen is people will make these sort of. Um, they will do illustrations on paper and then they effectively paste it up on the wall. The, you know, the Flour way people and water. Do, yeah, exactly. Wheat paste. So it's that, that way that you would, you used to flyer in the, uh, in the olden days. In fact, yeah. I remember, God, I actually remember being paid to do that. Oh, I can't remember who paid me to do it. I was working for, I was working for a, a music venue. God, this was a long time ago. And, um, and I, you were, I would go you were pasting up their publicity. I would, yeah, I would go up and I would go out and wheat paste their, um, their flyers around town. Um, was it around? I think it was around. Because does wheat paste, does that mean when you go, you put the paper on, then you put glue over the top so, yeah, of so it? So, yeah, so you kind of, you do a slop on the you back, sort of slap stick it on. it on the wall, and then you slop it over the top so it kind of, it seals it to the wall. Yeah. So, yeah. so there oh, are, exactly. it's there old are, as the it's bloody as old as the hills. Oh, absolutely, it? and it's a right bugger to get off the wall, which is why venues <laughs> like to do it. Love it. But it was so side issue. There was um, there was um, um, a musical <laughs> act in the church across the road from us last night, and and our ch- the our church, as if I worship, the church that Jeffrey pees on is so I think of it as our church. <laughs> um, <laughs> regularly opens its doors to. <laughs> To, to non to, to secular music, so it will it will host concerts. Uh, but there was a there was a performance on last night, um, and I noticed that it was being advertised probably since the late summer, and I just suddenly realised that all of the advertising for that um, that gig and lots of other things were laminated. So they were like, oh yeah, so laminated and stuck up, and I just was thinking. Have, wow. we, have we not got the memo about plastic? Mm. And that's just reminded me of the value of wheat it's paste. So easy. Yeah, but wheat paste I know would be really frustrating for because it's like it, it glues up, but it also it, it it sort of makes everything waterproof. It's brilliant. Use that. Yeah, yeah. Also, they, I mean, I, it's still really common in Italy for sure. Yeah. Because um, the, those you see those sort of big walls where they've just been, and then you can just see layers and layers yes. and layers of uh, of advertising. And then eventually you just rip them all down. Yeah, for sure, it's yeah, great. Yeah. Anyway, basically like a New York flat. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I did see a um, a cock and balls a pair on a wall, and and I took a picture of it. It was so beautiful, and I will send it to you. Perhaps it will make it oh. into the show notes. We could um, we could put it on Instagram. We could. Oh yeah, we could. It says "Penis Hilton" inside of it. It was, it was from a few. <laughs> it was from a few years ago, and it was quite lovely. It's quite beautiful. Anyway, it's totally <laughs> tangent. 
Well, that's all we've had today, though, really. Oh, yeah. It's just catching up. It We're is. just catching up. Catching up with each other. I have to, I've got lots of things to talk about, but they're all for another time. They're oh, not, this okay. just doesn't seem right. No, no, no. Right Give me the to, headlines. Um, I'm excited to know what we've got, uh, you know, like previews of coming attractions. Okay. Well, first one is tax. Tax. I learned something the other day, which I thought you would be very interested in, but that's another, that is another. Okay. I want to. And then also another one about limits. Limits, tax and limits. Yeah. Okay, good, good. And about another one about volunteering. Oh, okay, that's going to make me feel bad. And then another one about mistakes. Yeah, my mistake is that I've not volunteered for anything. Yes, there you go. Okay, cool. There you go. Right. So yeah, that's the little. Uh, that's a little preview of episodes to come. Well, well, we can't promise that. I think we can. And but and how are you all, dear listeners? I hope that uh, you've enjoyed. Uh, your break from midlifing and that you're ready and rearing. I'm speaking to them directly, Lee. And it just doesn't seem right. No, it doesn't. Pouring our words into people's lug holes and then being aware <clears> of it, it's just odd. 